Welcome to the Hopeful Economics Podcast, a ministry of the United Church of Canada, proudly supported by Mission and Service, and New Church Ministry of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in the United States and Canada. With an incredible lineup of speakers, you'll dive deep into the relationship between social enterprise and faith. You'll learn about the economic impact of churches and how to pitch your community of faith to form new partnerships. Hopeful Economics is a way of looking at the world of assets and abundance and making them work for everyone. This content originated from the Hopeful Economics Unconference, a virtual event in March of 2021. Mark your calendars for March 3rd and 4th of 2022 to participate in the next Hopeful Economic Unconference. Pitching for Partners and Partnerships. The Presbyterian Church United States, its 1,001 new worshiping communities, helps ministries develop their story and pitch for fine, pitch to find partners in social enterprise. We're going to hear from John Moore, Mission Engagement Advisor, and Aliyah Abaya, Director, Community Impact, and Mi- Member Experience of Alterna Credit Union. As you will hear, it isn't about just asking for money, it's also about building relationships. Hey, I'm Mickey Collins, and we're members of the 1001 New Worshiping Communities team for the Presbyterian Church USA. We're here to help you develop your story and your pitch to find partners in the world of social enterprise for you and your ministry. John Moore is a member of our team who particularly helps our communities develop their ability to raise funds and support. So I'm going to let John take it from here. So you need to ask for money. What you actually are doing is inviting someone to share your ministry, to join God in serving the needs of a group of people. Think of it this way. You are presenting an opportunity for your prospect to experience God making a difference in the world. So begin by listening. Make the meeting about the prospect. Ask questions to gain a better idea of what he or she cares about and what similar experiences he or she has had. Your sincere curiosity may allow you to listen your way to a gift. You may ask questions like this. Hey, John, I'm really grateful for you taking some time uh, to meet with me uh, today. So clearly, I don't want to take up your whole day. So I hope you got a little bit of time for us to meet right now. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I I do have some time. I've been looking forward to this, Jeff. Um, So I I got about an hour. Great. That's perfect. You know, I just want in this time for us to take a little bit of time to get to know each other a little bit more. I'd love to hear more about kind of your heart for ministry and tell you a little bit about mine and what we hope to do. Um, So just let me hear a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in this community? You know, I've lived here all my life and I've gone to this church uh, all my life. And during that time, I've uh, enjoyed serving on the session, uh, being an elder uh, and being involved in the outreach uh, here in the community. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, what could you tell me? What are some of the ministries or outreaches that you've supported in your community in the past? Well, we have a food bank that I've been involved in and not just financially, but I've been able to volunteer. So that's been a a great blessing to me. 
Um, and also that there's a uh, house for folks that are disabled that we uh, contribute to. And uh, so that's, uh, that's something that I loved doing. Oh, that's great. Uh, those are those are great and exciting opportunities, and uh, and I, I'm really excited to you know talk to you about what we're we're doing because it's really something different. You know, uh, starting churches uh, is, is really exciting work, great ministry, and I, well, I wonder, have you been involved with any kind of church planning in the past? You know, not really uh, intimately involved. Uh, I remember uh, a number of years ago. Uh, there was an attempt to plant a church by our church, uh, which uh, lasted a couple of years, but then went away. Um, I kind of watched that from afar. That's great. Start the presentation with the end in mind. Tell your prospect why you are here and where this presentation is going. That settles everyone down. You may say something like this. I'm here to seek your participation in a life-changing ministry that is happening right now in Pasadena through our community. Introduce yourself, your community's identity, and your mission. It may sound like this. My name is Sean, and I lead a diverse community of people in the Alameda neighborhood of Pasadena named A Better World that seeks to reconcile alienated and marginalized neighbors through the love of Jesus Christ. Next, describe the problem in as specific terms as possible. Specificity is a powerful motivator to giving. Here's an example. The Alameda neighborhood of Pasadena has the highest hopelessness rate in the county. The hopelessness rate is the combination of high poverty and crime rates with no places of worship. Describe your solution. What are you doing now and what will you do in the future? Be as specific as you can. We have responded to this hopelessness problem by establishing a worshiping community in Almeida that will proclaim and model the love of Jesus through living in and developing relationships in this neighborhood, supporting a food pantry, volunteering to tutor school children, and undertaking other activities that are consistent with needs identified by residents. Now tell your story about one changed life. This is the most important part. Stay away from statistics or broadly stated change. Tell a story that's individual, personal, and emotional. Giving is all about emotion. Here's what we're talking about. Jenny had been living on the streets for over six months until several of our community folks befriended her. They were able to walk with her in her life and to build a relationship with her. And they finally got her into housing. She has even found a part-time job uh, through the help of the community and connection with resources. And just recently, the community was able to celebrate Jenny's baptism. Now it's time to establish the cost of impact, the cost of making a difference. Once again, specifics are important. Set up the actual ask by sharing the financial requirements of success, like this. In the beginning, the community met in homes, but it has outgrown home meetings. We recently located a suitable site in the neighborhood to use as a worship center and gathering hub that we can rent for $500 per month. 
Now invite a specific amount to make a specific impact. You've reached the time to issue the invitation. Do it with passion and conviction. We want to invite you to join us in changing the lives of more men and women like Jenny through the love of Jesus Christ and a better world worshiping community by providing $6,500 for 12 months rent and move-in costs for this center. Now is silence. Always remain silent after you ask. This is really important. You've done all you can. Now it's time for the prospect to listen to God and his or her heart and respond. The tension of silence must be relieved only by the prospect. Throughout the presentation, be ready to be interrupted by questions. This is a blessing. It helps you focus on what's important to the prospect. Just be sure to finish with the story, the impact, and the ask. So what if you get a no? Don't worry about it. No is just another word in the conversation. No can mean, I've got some questions, or I've got to pray about it, or this is not a good time for me to make a gift, or I can't afford 12 months. Will six months help? Rarely is no a hell no. Your response to no should be to continue the conversation. Ask follow-up questions. Hey, John, I do really appreciate you taking the time today. Um, are there any additional questions you have for me right now? Uh, not right now, um, but I'd like to look this over a little bit uh, and take some time with it. That's great. Is there a, a time you would like me to follow up with you and I can get back to you? Well, I would like to wait a bit and have an opportunity for my wife to see your presentation. Uh, could we meet... Uh, a little bit later, maybe uh, next week sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll be in touch with you about setting up a time that we can meet. Uh, in the meantime, would you be interested in receiving uh, updates on our progress and what we're doing? Yes, that would be helpful. Um, please, please send that to me. And thanks so much for taking the time to come and meet with me. Sure, thank you, John, appreciate your time. You know, in the end, if a prospect agrees to meet you, the possibility of getting a yes in some form is very high. Good luck. Hey, okay, so I'm super excited to be here with you today and to see such an incredible turnout. You know, I went online and I looked at the huge list of attendees and speakers and I was so blown away by the momentum for the hopeful economics conference. Even the name, Hopeful Economics, is so inspiring. This is one of the pre-sessions, and the session is called Pitch for Partnership. And honestly, you know, one of the most valuable assets to building partnerships is to have this opportunity to connect and develop the space you're working in. So I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the incredible vision and imagination of the groups like EDGE, UCC, all the stakeholders and organizations, and absolutely definitely all the attendees here today because without you we wouldn't have this amazing opportunity to jam and really test out these new ideas so thank you without further ado this is pitch for partnerships getting ready for tomorrow okay a little bit about me and us my name is Ali Abaya I'm the director of community impact for alternative savings 
a full-service credit union, and one of the top 10 in Canada. We have over 185,000 members and just over 10 billion in assets under management. But more important than those you know, financial metrics, what I'm really proud to share is we're also an industry leader in community work and community economic development and supporting the financial resilience of the nonprofit and charitable sector and a champion for economic inclusion, especially of communities most often underserved. You know, and on a personal note, that's really meaningful to me because I, from a career perspective, came from the nonprofit and charitable sector. So to be able to work for a financial institution that's really putting social impact first has been a, a great way for us to move some of these issues forward. Okay, so when I was asked to uh, present today and speak on partnerships and collaboration and networking, I was really excited because these are, these are areas that I'm really passionate about. You know, and often our first thought uh, when we hear these words, just thinking about things like passing out business cards, applying for grants together, maybe contributing space in kind, etc. But when we really want to build out a meaningful partnership strategy, it goes much deeper than these initial steps. So let's begin with a level set so we're all on the same page and define what partnership is here. Partnership in this context means two or more groups coming together to collaborate in a meaningful way and towards a common goal. This is our first step in our blueprint and it is to create a roadmap to partnership. So for these next 10, 15 minutes, I'll be walking you through our blueprint to collaboration. And whether you're in the ideation, development, implementation or evaluation stage, you should know that there is a meaningful role for you and your organization in the right partnership. And that role will add a measurable value to your work and the work of your partners. So building a healthy and meaningful partnership. Number one, understanding the role of partnerships. You know, I really thought about this and how to present something that adds value to, to those who are in the initial stages of really exploring partnerships for the first time and those who are more seasoned and have done this a number of times. And I thought about our own experiences and success and partnerships. And this is kind of what I came up to. For us, there have been two real key elements to successful and meaningful partnerships. And these are the immediate or face value and the root or intrinsic value. At face value, the benefits are more obvious. You know, we can share responsibility and costs. We can increase our capacity by adding team members and assets and resources, and we can expand awareness of our initiatives by growing our community of supporters. But something often overlooked, and I think actually way more important in the long-term picture of a healthy partnership strategy, is the intrinsic or root value of partnerships. You know, we all understand our needs from our own viewpoint, but creating a more diverse source of input and perspective on your projects is something hugely beneficial that arises from a well-established partnership community. And as you're out making connections and expanding your ecosystem and establishing, you're really establishing a rich and fertilized space for these long-term continuity of your work. Okay, so number two, chart your vision. In order to begin exploring partnerships, it's critical that you and those in involved on your team have a deep and clear understanding of your own work. So creating an asset chart is something that might seem rudimentary at first, but is actually hugely valuable. You know, be really specific 
address the areas that you have the skills or resources required and identify those that you need but aren't currently represented on your team or within your resources. Some questions to consider. You know, what are the skills necessary to succeed in our project? Who is at our table? Who's missing from our table? Whose voices are being represented? Whose voices are not being represented? Of those involved, what skills do they bring? You know, et cetera. Flag any areas where you think you need support. And then get as specifics, draft a list of first people and groups to reach out to, to begin to explore their potential fit. Here's an example of a starting point for an asset chart. It's really high level, so I would recommend that you be more specific and actually take it further and call out roles, functions, and names, if possible. Okay, number three, crafting your short story. So now you have this high level vision. You also have a deep understanding of the resources on hand and the gaps that you're facing and where you might need support. So the next step is how are you taking this and sharing it outside with the community? Taking the time to really focus on this and crafting your short story will ensure that you're able to communicate all the important information when you're connecting with others. What's the overall vision? What's the primary outcome? How do you seek to accomplish these? What do you have to share and what are you looking for from others? These are all things to consider in your short story. And of course, number four, my personal favorite, just be curious and be open. The thing is we only know what we know. And so being open to explore across sectors, outside of the box ideas, and making the time for non-traditional partnerships can have surprising results. You know, think about us, we're a financial institution, a bank, you know, who would have thought we were so involved in community work, programming, community economic development. But you know, as you're meeting these new organizations and individuals, this is the importance of diversity. And the more diverse stakeholders in your network, whether there ends up being an opportunity for partnership in the end or not, is inspiring. When you're connecting with others, doing meaningful work in their own fields, it will help keep you motivated. And as you share information with each other, and we're all out there sharing information, it really builds a healthier overall community building ecosystem. And so here's a summary of our takeaways. You know, one, outline your project at a really high level, the vision. Two, create an asset chart, but this time be specific. Include, include roles, contributions you have versus what you need. Who can you reach out to at the first level? Three, develop your short story. How are you sharing what you are, what you need to share with the community around you? Four, be open and curious, put yourself out there, put your story out there, share your ideas, and definitely ask lots of questions. And four, reach out to make new contacts. And as you're doing this and meeting new people, make sure you're updating your asset chart as you make these new connections. And of course, as you find alignment with others, natural partnerships will emerge. And with that, it takes me to the conclusion of this presentation. And of course, number four was reach out so here we go. I'm happy to be added to your list of new contacts and resources. If you want tools, uh, templates, or just to bounce off some ideas, learn from my network and connections, I'm so happy to share any of that information. You can reach me at alia.abaya at alterna.ca. Thank you. Have a wonderful time with the rest of the conference, and I look forward to hearing from you. 
Thanks for listening to the Hopeful Economics Podcast, a ministry of the United Church of Canada, proudly supported by Mission and Service, and New Church Ministry of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in the United States and Canada. The Hopeful Economics Podcast is produced by Resonate Media. In the spirit of the unconference, we'd love to invite you into the conversation. Subscribe, review, and comment on our social media channels. A special thank you to those that partnered to make the Hopeful Economics possible. 1001 Worshiping Communities, Alterna, Buy Social, Faith and Finance, Metcalf Foundation, United Church of Christ, Rooted Good, Toronto Neighborhood Centers, Community Innovation Hub, and learn about Resonate Media at ResonateMediaPro.com. Thanks for listening and continue to share the blessings of health and wealth with everyone.